the sound of coyotes and the fox running past the house and lots of types of birds and squirrels and chipmunks, you know, (laughs) they're all kind of part of my, my little world, my inner world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the power of nature to be metaphors for things I'm feeling yeah. or experiencing. In this episode, I'm talking to singer-songwriter Catherine McLennan. I'm doing well. Um, it's the first day of spring, but it's snowing here, so. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you must be used to that in Canada. Yeah, especially where I live, which is Prince Edward Island. It's on the East Coast, um, on the Atlantic Ocean. So it's, the weather changes a lot and really? our spring is pretty cold, but mm-hmm. eventually it warms up. So did you grow up where you are now? Sort of, yeah. Um, I was born closer to Toronto, um, but my family has deep ties to the island, so we would spend every summer here. And when I was 10, we moved here permanently. So I've been here on and off since, yeah, since I was 10. Wow, amazing. And But you come from a, from a family where your father was also a singer-songwriter and, and you also. And uh, is that, was that your inspiration, you think? Yeah, I mean, honestly, when I was growing up, I I knew that my dad was a musician, but it wasn't, yeah. um, I didn't fully understand what he did. <laughs> yeah. um, um, but it did make me think that it was possible to be a musician and um, mm-hmm. make that leap. It didn't seem scary. I probably should have been more worried, but... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, it was, yeah, so, and now as I'm older and, you know, he died when I was a teenager, so he's um, truly an inspiration as far as his writing and, and just, yeah, he taught me a lot about music. So he did, uh, when you were younger, did you play an instrument or what was the your fascination then or, or your your interest in in the music was it an instrument i think it um you know i played piano from the time i could reach the keys um Mm. but i it was when i was 15 or 16 i started playing guitar and that became kind of my inspiration Mm. but i think it was songwriting for me has always been about um communication and i was terribly shy um, and afraid of the world when I was younger. And so writing songs allowed me to find a way to talk about my feelings and my experience um, without actually having to say it to someone directly. <laughs> really? And, and your dad, did he uh, realize when you were young that you had this talent? I don't know. Um, you know, my mom says that I, I was singing from an early age. But um, I don't know. I think I would love to know what he thought, but I I don't know. Maybe he was busy with his uh, things and, you know, that he might not have. Or maybe he did and he just didn't think of saying. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny the relationship, you know, you have with your parents when you're a child. And then as you get older, if you're lucky enough to have a relationship with them, like my mother and I, now it's a very different relationship than when I was 10. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But um, this, you said now that it was your way to communicate. And um, can you think back now and and the songs you wrote when you were younger uh can you see the you know the value of them now i mean they were valuable for learning how to become a songwriter um just learning how to put down my thoughts and uh, organize them into a song um i don't yeah it's funny i can remember some of the first songs i wrote and they were you know, obviously very terrible. (laughs) Um, But I really, I think I just desperately needed to be able to express myself. And so I kind of honed that, that type of songwriting. Well, I spoke to um, a composer once and, and we talked about this, you know, that the first work that you, you almost, uh, discredit it in a way because you think it's just my first work but sometimes when you look back over years and you think hey really did I I was actually good or you know this is why I'm asking sometimes you look back and you think I wasn't half as bad as I thought I was you know (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I, I still look back at you know the first um album that I released into the world and you know I kind of makes me feel embarrassed (laughs) but um as i get older it's true i start to be kinder Mm -hmm. to my younger self and and recognize that it was you know pretty brave to be doing what i was doing and to try to make that jump into having a career Mm -hmm. in music and yeah writing such personal songs so she did okay yeah (laughs) now i think we should we should credit our first work because it's the um it's where it starts and it's where we start from and and i think it's always so valuable to to have that you know to at least have that that you think well i was brave enough to to do it yeah yeah it's true i i agree so you have a, a album and i saw on instagram um and I find this quite interesting because I I think your um, the, also the instruments that you have on your album and especially I saw you have there's a bazooki. And I I actually you know you you uh, it's not an instrument that you hear every day. Yeah, we have um, a lot of the. Um, Celtic traditions uh, musically here on the east coast of Canada, a lot of Scottish, Irish, and also French. Um, and I guess the bazooki isn't uh, traditionally a Celtic instrument. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, it is in that family of you know the double stringed instruments. And um, my friend Darren plays it so beautifully, and it was nice to have him join me. And the whole album, I think coming from this place where there's so much of that traditional music. Um, and I hadn't really tapped into that very much before on my other albums. So I wanted to really invite in some of my dear friends who play so beautifully on these other instruments that I haven't included before. And it made me feel 
yeah, like I was expressing a different side of myself, a, a more uh, island version of myself. Now, when you write and and you put these sounds together, does it have to be, uh, or, or does it help uh, to tell the story for you? Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, you know, when you're putting together songs and trying to arrange them and figure out what those sounds are going to be, um, you know, often I've just kind of fumbled around and, you know, asked people to play things and tried things out. And um, this time it was more uh, intentional, I think. I just, I really wanted to have um, some of those traditional sounds included in what might be more thought of as an Americana sound. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, yeah, that was very satisfying to have a, a preconceived idea for once of what I wanted it to sound like. Um, and I, I always think of folk music as uh, almost uh, very down to earth and very sort of um, close to nature in a sense. Do you think by living there on the island and, and by, um, is, is, or is this something that you get inspired from, uh, that nature and, and uh, this closeness to nature? Yeah, definitely. Um, I write a lot of my songs at the kitchen table looking out into the world and I live rurally. I live, um, yeah, in the middle of nowhere and um, with forests and fields and the sound of the ocean um, and lots of wildlife. You know, they're the sound of coyotes and the fox running past the house and lots of types of birds and squirrels and chipmunks, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. all kind of part of my, my little world, my inner world. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love the power of nature to be metaphors for things I'm feeling yeah. or experiencing. Well, that's interesting because, um, and, and you also, your, your album is called Coyote and what, what specifically made you choose that title? It was the name of the song that was the first one I really knew was going to be on the record. Um, yeah. It was a, a, the beginning of a new batch of songs for me. And that song came from just that, like hearing the coyotes all the time and never seeing them. They never yeah. show their face and I can see their tracks in the snow and I can, um, yeah, you hear them having parties up in the hills. And <laughs> um, so they became part of, you know, the background of my worlds, but, you know, mm. invisible. And so I, I really was intrigued by them. And I felt like, you know, they're kind of, they have their ways of speaking to you if you listen. So, um, yeah, I felt like it was an appropriate title for the whole record because I feel like there's a lot of that, um, yeah, just if you're quiet and can listen to the world around you, then you'll generally head in the right direction, hopefully. Uh, um, now, after this whole um, pandemic and, and uh, all the lockdowns we had, was there a, a change that you could see in your music and in, in the way you wrote or, or how you uh, got inspired? Definitely there was a change. Um, I felt very disconnected from um, 
from my instrument, from the guitar. Um, it felt like it was too connected to my work, which no longer existed. <laughs> like the traveling and playing an instrument and sharing mm -hmm. my songs. Um, and so, yeah, for the most part, I, I barely picked up a guitar unless I was doing a, a live stream or something. Um, but what did change was that I was reconnected with the piano. Um, and I, just before the pandemic in October, I think of 2019, I was so lucky to receive from my uncle, my childhood piano, the one that I had first played. Wow. As a and I didn't realize the power of an instrument and like the sounds that are um, in, like connected deeply inside me in a physical way, like, um, and so having that as my friend through the last two years has been really, really cool and very interesting. And mm -hmm. so I spent more time there learning a lot of music and um, not not so much writing. I, I have written a few songs, um, but I, I'd say I've, I've probably only written three or four songs in the last two years, which is um, a lot less than I would normally do. <laughs> Wow, that's interesting because I, I spoke to a choreographer um, also and, and also during the time of the pandemic and I thought that maybe uh, composers and, and uh, um, choreographers, you know, and that they would be have so much time and, and be so uh, free to, to just write all these wonderful things. And, and many people and, and even composers say to me that, it was actually this very quietness and that that made them uh, uninspired you know and mm -hmm. that it was almost this hustle and bustle and and getting places that 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 inspired them to write and or to to create and was it then the same for you as well i think so there was something in there about um I mean, at the same time, I know some people who put out three albums in the last two years or who wrote mm -hmm. a lot or created a lot of paintings or, um, and it was a very busy time for me trying to figure out how to make a living when I had to stay in my house. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there was something, there was something about the sudden stopping of the world and having to kind of face myself day after day in a way that I hadn't before. Um, it was very powerful. I think I, I made a lot of positive changes in my life and um, a lot of good things have come out of the last two years, but not a lot of creations, not a lot of songs. So um, yeah, I do wonder if it was, yeah, maybe it is the, the traveling around and meeting new people and just always mm -hmm. being kind of in the flow of things that helps spur on all of those songs. I don't know. Do you think, yeah, but do you think you will, is there something you would change now going forward, say with your performances or, or uh, a way that you think that you rethought during this time? I definitely don't want to go on the way I was, that's for sure. Um, I think I was so busy and a lot of it was just to be busy. It wasn't fruitful. It wasn't, um, some of it wasn't meaningful and a lot of it was very <laughs> expensive. <laughs> you know, I, I realized that, um, yeah, a lot of the work I was doing was not financially viable. Um, and 
staying home kind of showed me that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think for a lot of us, um, touring artists, like being able to stop and take a look at the picture of, of what, um, all of that looks like being able to choose what we want as opposed to, um, just going as we had for so long and hopefully, um, yeah, I can make better choices and, and do things that are more meaningful each time I walk out the door. You know, I don't want to, mm -hmm. I don't want to just leave because that's the next thing I want to yeah. know that I'm going somewhere that it's um, going to be good for me and for the audience and for, yeah, everything. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, I think a lot of uh, artists say that, you know, that they thought about these things over the, this time that, you know, that, that you had to, be still and uh, and not move around so much because you tour as well you tour a lot yeah i that's generally yeah a lot of my life is, has been spent for the last 20 years on the road um mm -hmm. and it's it's been an interesting uh time you know i've been raising my daughter as well during the she's 16. um oh, wow. so actually having these last two years with her um, has been just so incredible. I think it's been good for our little family unit and, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade being home these last two years for anything. It's been, it's been a remarkable time in, in many ways. Yeah. And, and your, um, daughter, is she also a musician? Yeah, she is. She's always been visually, um, creating things. Mm -hmm. uh, and, she she's always been a little bit into music she loves music and uh listens to a lot of different things but she has never um really been into music in a in a deep way until just this past year where um she had a really influential teacher at her school that helped to give her confidence and so she, now she's been performing and writing and um yeah doing all the things but in a much uh in a much better way than I did at that really? age. <laughs> yeah. do you, uh, and do you uh, uh, give some input or, or do you help her um, with, with the writing? I think um, there's little things that, but my partner is a musician as well. And, and so sometimes, you know, we've worked on harmonies and, you know, showing, you know, which chords to play for if she's learning a song. Um, but she's, she's always been happier to learn things on her own and uh so yeah she's not really into being taught she'd rather oh, okay. <laughs> learn it her own way <laughs> well sometimes it's it's um it's good that that she you know that some people learn themselves or, or, or teach themselves because then they then they evolve in that way yeah. um but um but of course I, I wonder sometimes as a musician yourself how do you let go of that you know just so that she could develop in her own way uh, is it do you find it sometimes difficult where you where you think oh i know this is not right but i she just doesn't want to let you help maybe it's harder for my partner but <laughs> i was also yeah stubbornly independent learning okay. music i i um 
and it's for me it's taken so much longer than it should have to learn certain things um so i can relate to her being that age and wanting to do things her own way so mm-hmm. i just give her space and if she lets me listen to what she's doing i feel lucky <laughs> and do you have the same uh, does she also write folk, folk music or, or sing folk music I don't know that she's uh, settled on a, a genre at this point. I think she's just really exploring and it's um, it's pretty pretty exciting in a way to see what she comes up with with no, you know, not a lot of theory, not a lot of training in that way that um, she she can do whatever she wants. She's totally free. <laughs> well, I think um, you know, this is also some something that uh, I ask musicians if, if they come from a musical family and and so on and um, sometimes you hear them say no I don't come from a musical family and I'm happy about that because it gave me the freedom Um, and Mm -hmm. you know I think uh, for me also as a self-taught photographer I um, I am I feel free because I don't know many rules I'm I make it up as I, you know, as I go along, and uh, and in in a way that is for me, it, I, I I can understand what you're saying that this freedom for me it's this freedom that I have, and that I've also spoken to other photographers who said that the moment they uh, did the studying and and realized how many things are, are wrong. Uh, that that it's also also mm-hmm. uh, in a way inhibit inhibits them, you know, to just be more daring. Yeah. And uh, and now you're saying the same thing with your daughter, you know, that it's that freedom that maybe that she then creates something that's new and and uh, um, and she doesn't have the boundaries. Mm-hmm. I think it is. It's powerful to learn things the hard way. Yeah. Like you may end up knowing the same things about photography or for me songwriting that somebody could learn out of a book or from a teacher yeah. but when you learn it yourself you have you know it's I think it comes with a, a deeper lesson although you know there are lots of things I wish I was better at and <laughs> knew more yeah. about but um, yeah. but so when when did you at what age did you um, realize that you want to do this uh, full-time as a career as singer? I had been kind of, yeah, I think, you know, when I was younger as a teenager, it hadn't really crossed my mind that I could do that. And um, so I did, I did a bunch of things. I went away for a year to Australia and then I lived in Toronto for a year in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and kind of just moved, moved around and tried a bunch of different things. I thought I might get into theater as far as like the technician side. I really enjoyed that. Um, but when I moved back to Prince Edward Island, um, when I was 21 or so, um, I found a bunch of people who were playing music and we all started playing music together and I started a band and, you know, just found my community. I found my people and, um, then by the time, yeah, when I was 25 and Isabel was uh, on her way, I guess, mm-hmm. I had to make a decision if I was going to do that full time or figure out a way to survive because I was 
going to be a single mom. And, you know, it just seemed like an impossible choice. Um, but yeah, it was at that moment, like I was seven months pregnant. <laughs> like I'm going to do wow. that. <laughs> That's amazing. I think, I think partly because I thought about this, you know, growing person inside of me and I thought, what would, what would be the best role model? Like someone who followed their passions and dreams and made it work, um, despite challenges or, um, you know, or would it be better for me to give up things for a while and then try again when she was older? Um, and it worked for me. It doesn't work for everybody, but I found a way to do it. Thanks to, mostly to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. And and I mean, you've had so much success with your work and with your music. So uh, what a role model yeah, you are. I've been, I've been very lucky and I, I feel fortunate that, yeah, just to be able to make music my work mm -hmm. is I feel very lucky. Yeah. Um, but uh, tell me, Catherine, what is your wish now for the future? I think um, the last two years have shown me that I really, I'm at a new stage in my life and my career, one that I want more community around me. And uh, maybe that's because we haven't been able to be with people for two years, but um, mm -hmm. I think it was something I was feeling prior to this. But um, so I'm working on some projects to maybe, um, yeah, build more community and have more things happening here on Prince Edward Island and, you know, continue with performing and, and recording and, and all of that, but to add in another level where, you know, I'm interacting with more people regularly here where I live and, um, doing songwriting workshops and, and things like that. Wow, this uh, sounds amazing. The songwriting workshops, um, is that aimed for younger um, people? I'm, well, I, like just this, uh, this last part of the school year, I'm, I'm going to be working with some uh, high school students within the school. Um, but I think for the most part, I'll be working with all ages, uh, from okay. young adults to uh, older folks. and. Um, for me, it's about, you know, the transformative nature of songwriting when you're able to express yourself through songs, you know, amazing things happen and um, anyone can write a song. So that's kind of what I'm excited to, to share. Well, I'm so um, always so interested in, in uh, this type of art education for children, you know, for and, and music and uh, this is why I'm asking, because I think it's so important that we give uh, children the opportunity to just um, find this uh, something that they have inside, you know, that we don't, they don't always get the chance when they go to school and it's all the academics, but there's so much um, in the artistic side that they can develop that they don't, sometimes don't even realize that they have. So, um, and I was so hoping that the pandemic would make us also realize that it's, uh, that it is a responsibility to also, um, let children discover this, you know, so it's wonderful that you do these workshops. Yeah, I think, you know, I have done them with really young kids and it's really exciting to see, um, what they come up with and they're just like, they are completely free, you know, 
you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten year olds, they have no preconceived notion of how to write a song. And that's, that's been really fun. And then, you know, with my daughter's age group in high school, they, I think they're all struggling to find a way to express themselves. And, um, the, the music teacher at my daughter's school has been so instrumental in, um, supporting them to, to write songs and, and to perform them for the class. And, um, there's just been an explosion in, in that school Amazing. of young mm -hmm. people writing and yeah, it's, it's very exciting. And, you know, it's even surprised the teacher. I think she didn't realize how much there was in there for the mm -hmm. kids. Yeah, I think it's, I, I applaud teachers who, uh, music teachers who do that, you know, and who inspire. And, and I think it's, it's so important nowadays that, that it's possible, that the possibilities are there for, for children. Yeah. Yeah. But Catherine, um, just the last thing I want to ask you, I ask, um, um, everybody to make a shout out to a restaurant or a coffee shop in their area. Okay. Do you have a favorite place you go? Hmm. Uh, you know, there's so many great places and we mm. live in a very, um, seasonal place. So, um, you know, tourists come in the summer and then a lot of places close down in the autumn. And so some of my favorite places are only summertime places, but, okay. um, yeah. there, there's, um, there's a really beautiful new restaurant that just opened up in Charlottetown and it's a Korean barbecue place. Wow. <laughs> it's called Haruke and, um, the family that runs it, they're just so lovely. They're new to Canada and the food is incredible. And, um, yeah, I want to go back there every day. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, I'll put the link. I'll put the link to their, um, website on this on the description oh nice thank you yeah yeah but it was so lovely to talk to you and uh it's um really i th i think you your music is it's so beautiful and and uh it's really inspiring also what you do in, in the workshops that you are uh, presenting and um i wish you all the best for for the future for and that your wishes come true thanks petra i hope that i get to uh, maybe i'll come and visit you in vienna <laughs> that would be amazing yeah it was on the list of places i was going in 2020 but anyway, really I'll, I'll come back <laughs> oh you have to oh no definitely you have to please let me know when you come I will. I, I will i would so love to meet you in person and of course i would love to come to one of your concerts it's been so lovely to chat with you. Thanks for this, uh, for this opportunity. It was, it was my pleasure. So, um, have a lovely afternoon. Thanks you too. And I, and I hope the snow, well, I don't know how you feel about snow. I love snow, but, um, maybe in spring now you, you wish for the <laughs> snow to melt. <laughs> yeah. One last good storm I'm okay with, but I'm ready to see flowers and green oh, grass. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Catherine, have a lovely day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.